This is unstructured. Hey everyone, it's Friday. I'm going to be releasing another addendum. This one I'm really excited about. It's an interview with Drew Glebe. He's in our Facebook group. So I'm excited to get the chance to share that with everyone and wanted to do a quick introduction. This week is also a really awesome week for me. I was surprised to see that Unstructured is actually charting a little bit in iTunes. Now granted, it is a subcategory, so I'm not setting the world completely on fire, but it is really awesome to see that I'm actually appearing, or the podcast is actually appearing in the top few hundred. So I really appreciate everyone joining me, and if you don't mind, please just keep sharing. If you like the show, just share it. And in the spirit of that, after the episodes, I think everyone has noticed that I have been putting on promotions. And these promotions are for other shows that I really, I'm very friendly with their hosts, and they're good shows. And I would really like everybody to check them out and spread the good word. There are plenty of good shows out there. Thanks again, and hope you enjoyed Drew. I know I did. Hey, everybody. I'm here with Drew Glebe live in Hampton outside of Bull Island Brewery next to the very pretty Hampton River, as long as you don't fall in or smell it. It is a, a delightful water spot. But it looks good in the picture, so just don't pay too close of attention, and I won't film or take a picture too close. How are you today, Drew? I'm doing well. Now, this is the uh, first version of Meet the Community, I guess I would call it. Drew's a contributor in the Unstructured Facebook group, and I plan to meet with different people in different ways. I actually get to meet with Drew because he lives in the area, and that's pretty awesome. I love having a live interview. So tell us about yourself, Drew. Uh, it's not a whole lot of interesting things to say. I'm a painting contractor. I've been here most of my life living in this area. Uh, been playing in bands since I was probably 20, and that's a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but that, that's really all there is to me, really. Well, what do you play? Uh, guitar player, play heavy stuff. We punk started punk kind of post-hardcore punk rock band, went metal. Now we're a little bit on the weirder end. On the weirder, are you doing like a like a ska treatment mixed in or something? Or no, trying. I'd rather go a little bit more towards like the prog rock, but not like I'm not good enough to really go all the way into prog rock. But just boundless stuff, stuff without. Uh, that's hard to say. Non formulaic. Nobody telling you your riff sucks without giving it a chance. Because every band I've been in, it's been a a very strict. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna sound like. And this this is what's cool and this is what's not. So now as we're older, a little more mellow, less angry, we have, you know, there's more of a, I don't know. Okay, well, that's interesting. So what would you compare yourself to? I mean, obviously you're original, but if we're going to think of a band, what would be a possible consideration? Oh, Lord. Um, anybody that knows me would say my main influence is probably the band Clutch from Maryland. I like a lot of the new, like modern jazz, like um, like Bad Bad Not Good and Go Go Penguin and the Bad Plus, and I don't really do what they do, but I listen to them, and then my version of it is just completely different. But it, it's it's just a weird, 
it's a weird interpretation of playing heavy stuff because it stays heavy. I'm I'm always distorted. If I'm not, it's heavily affected, clean sound, but it doesn't it doesn't stray far from it doesn't stray far from the hardcore punk influence. Okay, so for those of us who are not deep into the uh, <laughs> the culture, where would you be? Let's say on a spectrum of Tool. Oh, I like Tool a lot. Yeah, if if we sounded like them, I'd be really happy. Yeah, the the guitars and Tool are, and everything about that band is is really good. Just the whole the structure of their songs and the way they play. The, yeah, I would I would not want to say that we're similar to them just because I'd like to be modest and I'm not as good as they are. Well, whatever. But I mean, it, it gives a, a basis point. To yeah. It. And Tool, I kind of consider to be prog metal. Yeah. In my yeah. Mind. Yeah. That's kind of what I shoot for a lot. If I get stuck on and not have anything to write, I'll, I'll listen to a few Tool songs and then, you know, pick up the guitar and just kind of play. Okay. Do you ever listen to like a Les Claypool? No. <laughs> no fearless flying frogs when he plays uh, Pink Floyd covers or anything. It's no, pretty- I mean I enjoyed it when they were uh, when they first hit and and my friends were into it and I was it's just I I uh, I respect the guitar player for being able to play along to that. Okay, so <laughs> you consider him a stunt player in some ways? He's just uh, yeah he's a he's a uh, Frank Zappa to me to where you know it's really cool but it's really hard to get into. Because you don't know if you quite understand right, it. Right, <laughs> yeah. You can't really bob your head to it very well, which is cool, but uh, it's not something I'm going to plug in or to drive down the road and bob my head to. Well, cool. Now, um, since it's always all about me and all about the group, um, what do you think so far about the unstructured group and what everybody's talking about? I like it. It's... um. It's very similar, and I don't mean to bring it up because it's kind of an offshoot from the MMA group, but it, it's it's very similar in content, but with a lot less noise and a lot less trolling. So you can actually have a conversation, and if there's a disagreement, you can actually work it out without just bogging down into into meme fights. Well, cool. And what what content is specifically or or etc. Do you really enjoy? Because I don't. I don't know if everybody is familiar with what's being posted there. We have some major posters like um, Andrew. Yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's prolific. Yes, he he is. Uh, well, he's better than I am at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, all of them. I mean, anything that's thought provoking. Uh, uh, just I could. I, I can't bring up a specific right now. Jenny's post. Every everybody's got. Uh, they'll they'll share articles and. and and just talk about I don't know all of it it's it's pretty eclectic in there and you even like to share stupid funny memes and so it's a place of when I find something funny I can post that and I usually come in with the with the stupid joke and it's better received there than other places because my humor can be uh, a little off color sometimes I, I kind of personally like the silly and I don't know if you've noticed but if a topics are getting heavy I tend to really bring in super silly, yeah, because I'm trying to balance it. I, I really want the um, the group to be like a pub. Uh, by the way, we are sitting at a brewery, so <laughs> yes. I live the life here, perhaps. right? And if I slur a word or two, which I think I have, it's Eric's fault. <laughs> hey, I buy my interviews. I'll do whatever <laughs> I can, folks. 
and IPAs. Everybody knows I have an issue. <laughs> that might be what I like about the group is that you will bring silly in because that's what I do. I'm there for the joke half the time. I like the conversation and, and I like thinking about like issues and, and just things that are affecting the world. But I'm kind of there for the joke, uh, you know, just lighten it up a little bit when it gets a little crazy. Cool. And we also don't dwell on uh, a certain Canadian psychologist <laughs> in the group, even though I have a Mark Volk. I'm going to call him out and see oh, if he Lord. gets thrilled because I know he likes to uh, antagonize me with it. <laughs> but to his chagrin, we tend to limit the uh, Canadian yeah. psychologist posts. He's a bit overexposed. A bit. Yes. I, well, I think the problem with him is that all the opinions have been made yep. and nobody is shifting. No. No, there's very few uh, people that are willing to um, really take a good look at what he's saying and have their own opinion about it, it seems like. I, I like, when I first heard about him, when I first saw him on uh, probably Joe Rogan, he, I, I liked what he had to say and just, I don't know. His lectures are cool. His opinions, not always. Sure, sure. And let me check. For a second, I thought we weren't actually recording. <laughs> All this gold is being left out here, but <laughs> I'd have been relieved, maybe. Oh, but don't worry. And no, I'm not editing this out. I will forget about it by the time it's there. So now, Drew, on the uh, podcast again, it's all about me. What episodes have you liked, or what would you like to see more of? Notice I didn't say what did you dislike. I'm not right, crazy. right. Okay, you're going to put me on the spot because people's names I don't remember. Um, as That's a, fine. As a whole, I, I liked it. I, I liked the podcast. Uh, like we were talking earlier about the British guy from the podcast. Uh, James Cridlin. Yeah, folks. James Cridlin. Sorry, I am terrible with names. So am I. I believe it's a narcissistic thing where I really don't care what people's names are. <laughs> Unless I see it in print a lot, like on a Facebook group, I will Sure. Be hard for me to remember. That one I liked because I, I thought he was uh, he was funny and interesting. He he got into that weird religious thing that he was the one that was uh, won't touch his wife during the time of the month. Oh no! Okay, sorry. That was Daniel Geffen. Okay. And yeah, I, I thought you were talking about James Cridlin, who is uh, Pod News. Oh no! No. Okay. That yeah, Daniel Geffen, who. I found out in the middle of the podcast was actually a rabbi. Yeah, that was at weird. One point. I was like, oh, well, yes, I guess you are um, <laughs> definitely conservative. I was enjoying the podcast, and I liked him, and then that came up, and it and it threw me for a loop, and, and it made it kind of more interesting, because I was like, all right, because I had an instinctual uh, dislike for him right then at that very moment, and then then I just got over that real quick, and just, just because of the religious fundamentalism just gives me, I guess it triggers me a little bit, and I was just like, all right, well, I'm not going to just dislike this guy after I've liked him for the last 45 minutes. That's cool. Yeah. I, I actually thought, oh, this is um, interesting culturally speaking, and yeah. he... He had a valid point. It was like, yeah. oh, yeah, not being able to be with your wife and stuff and appreciate. Okay, yeah, I, I hadn't thought of it that way. I've completely, honestly, done a one eighty in my mind about arranged marriages, which yeah. I thought were barbaric at one point, but now I think mm, there's some wisdom there. You can get that same effect with children, though. 
<laughs> I, I have cats. That's the extent of my ability. I got two young ones in two weeks uh, in the middle of the month. Sometimes that's a reality where you can't touch your wife. <laughs> well, uh, there you go. There you go. Well, he he has a fifth one on the way, so he's right there with you. There me. you go. That's a, that's a strategy, I think. Def- definitely um, uh, regaining the world through population expansion. <laughs> so any other ones stand out? Uh, you're putting me on the spot. There's... No, that's fine. Uh, I mean, I've listened to, I think I'm only about two or three behind. Um, I've liked a, a number of them. And, I, I, again, I blank on names. I just, as, as a whole... I don't know if I can. Uh, I don't know if I can name a specific one. That one's recent to me, sure, sure. And it stood out because of that one aspect of it. The uh, the two authors you had on were very interesting because I like listening to authors and their process. Especially I, again, I forget his name. The guy that's just does the sci-fi stuff and just puts them out and puts oh, them Jake out. Jake Bible. Yeah, he had a strange um, a philosophy I didn't think authors had, where he was just bam, bam, bam with them, and it was just kind of a it's kind of a refreshing aspect of it where he, this was my job. I'm putting it out where, you know, there's, I like art, but he was kind of taking the art out of it. It's just, it was very structural and it was kind of interesting to listen to. I, I it actually worked well. And I, that's why I kept bringing up Brian Freeman in that conversation because I felt like they were counterpoints to yeah, one another. Yeah. You had Brian Freeman who was sitting on five books in a drawer. And that's why I said to Jake Bible, you don't have five books in the drawer. No. Do you? And he's like, uh, no, if there's a book, it's going out and it may not be good, but I'll learn from it and I'll move on. And the process was completely the opposite between the two of them, which I, I just think is awesome. Um, Brian Freeman is the better known author and the New York Times bestseller. Right. Yeah. But, you know, he had to toil for 20 years before he really got discovered. Jake is going the other way, and he's he's churning, but he was still nominated for a Bram Stoker Award, so he's no slouch. No, and I, I like authors like that too. I'm the I'm the two ninety nine Kindle guy. I, I like buying those novels and reading them, and you burn through them because they're quick, easy reads. And then you'll do like five or six of those, and then you'll go to a well established novelist that's New York Times bestseller guy, and you're like, wow, okay, well here. Here's the different ball game here, but it's the, but the other ones are just as fun. Just the other, you know, the the New York Times guys are just more more in depth, right? It, it, you both give a different kind of satisfaction. One's right. a little bit more of a junk food, and the other one's more of yeah. a, you know, you're going out to dinner, putting a tie on. Right, right. So, and and what is refreshing? You're right. Jake is very conscious of his place in his mind. I, I think he actually maybe downplays himself a bit more than he should even i think so yeah it sounded like it because i like authors like him i got into zombie novels for a while and they're all like him well he is a zombie guy and (laughs) go check him out because he did do uh suburbia which is zombies in suburbia yeah i'm I'm almost i think i might be over the zombies i got into a few authors like mark tofu i think is his name but he did a bunch of zombie novels i burned through those in like a year it was terrible. I'm showing my age. Zombies died with me with George Romero. <laughs> I like George Romero zombies too, but yeah, and that was it. <laughs> that yeah. was in the eighties and nineties. I was done. <laughs> uh, I, I'm like, okay. Oh. I guess I got a little trendy a couple of years ago. The Walking Ted. Huh. Yeah. I've never seen an episode. I'm proud to say. You're you're better off. You're better off. The fear is better. 
but yeah. Well, very cool. What now to put you back on the spot? What would you like to see on the show <laughs> or here? I have a face for radio, folks. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Just keep getting the guests that, that you're getting. I, I, I don't know. There's, there's nothing really. I don't have any expectations for it. I like the way you interview people. So as long as you keep doing what you do, uh, the guests are. It's always cool to have a guest that you've heard of, but it's not necessary. As long as you interview people the way that you interview people, because I'm listening, and I know you don't want to hear this, but I'm listening because I like you. You know, I like the way you do the podcast. And then the, the guests are secondary. They're interesting. And if they have something cool to say, that's cool. But it's, I just kind of like the interview style. So, you know, you don't want to talk about you, but... <laughs> but you know, I listen to the podcast for Eric Hundley, not for for the guests. The guests are a kicker. I just spent a half hour talking about how I hate that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Putting you on the spot back. Well, thank you very much. And what a great note to wrap up on. Ah. <laughs> now, tonight's adventure into the unknown. Shut up and sit down. Sarge and Frenzy from the Sarge Approved Podcast. Uh, if you're not familiar, the Sarge Approved Podcast has a guest every episode featuring uh, people like actors, comedians, uh, survival experts, authors, martial arts experts, basically a whole gamut of badass people. Yes. And you can check out all our episodes on all the podcast platforms, iTunes, Spreaker, uh, uh, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, um, and yeah. you can check us out on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the things. It's all at Approved. Yep. Check it out, and we hope you enjoy it. Bye.